0: This is Bite Size History with the Saints. Hi everyone, it's Megan. And it's Bradley. So this week, we're going to be talking about the recipe we made yesterday, which was a duck egg frittata. I loved it. I hated it. I don't know why, but I think duck eggs... Well, we Googled it. We did Google it.
2: Yeah, we Googled it. And apparently some people just naturally have an aversion to duck eggs because
0: they taste more sulfuric and fishy yeah it's the yolks
2: yeah it's kind of like you know like i have that uh, gene that taste bud that i'm able to taste you know literally killing broccoli and she has no sympathy for broccoli
0: broccoli can die for all i care i love it
2: (laughs) but i think it's the same way with the duck egg
0: yeah because it definitely for me from the very first bite It was just, it came on strong, and I was just like, this is not something I can eat.
2: Yeah, and for me, it just tasted kind of like a chicken's egg.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely get a sulfur taste from chickens, typically.
2: Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, you know, we never had duck egg before. No. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, We've both eaten duck, Mm -hmm. but we've never had duck egg.
0: Yeah. One of the big things that we did was also... um, a couple of those eggs were yolk only, which probably made it more sulfuric. Um, But I did that because I used the egg whites to make the dessert mm-hmm. for uh, Peru. Which, yet again, you want to find out about the
2: dessert, go to the Patreon. Exactly. But, yeah, no, I, I feel like the duck egg and the corn. I, I Tomatoes, I'm hit and miss with tomatoes. I won't eat a tomato plain. But I will eat a tomato in, like, a cheeseburger or, you know... A sauce. A sauce, but not a lot. But cherry tomatoes, I don't know why. I just do not care for cherry tomatoes.
0: Or grape tomatoes. They're the same thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, we found out that in Canada they're called grape tomatoes. Don't know why. Um, I don't know why they're called cherry tomatoes either. <laughs> it might be the fact that they're the size of a cherry, but... Or they're the size of a grape. Who knows why we name foods? <laughs> you know, they're, they're, there's whole groups of people out there that study why we name things the way we do. And I, I love those people. They are amazing.
0: Yeah, definitely the ingredients probably would have helped more. I would have loved if we would have had more access to kind of like greenery. Um, which there are quite a few options in North America, especially in the Southwest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I didn't even think of that.
2: Yeah. Like, thinking back on it, some chives chopped up and sprinkled on top of that, I think that would have made it that much better.
0: Well, and there's an onion that is native to North America that would have been great for this. Problem is, it's kind of hard to get. It's uh, one of those things that, like, we can get the seeds for, the bulbs, so I think we might try to grow some in our garden this summer. Yeah. Even though we're leaving North America. It'll still be fun.
2: Well, I mean, that's the thing, is that eventually we're going to be revisiting recipes. Yeah. So it might be just one of those recipes that we revisit with, you know, more updated ingredients.
0: Not to mention, we if we can just freeze a lot of this stuff, when we do our next season of Dying Through Time stuff, we'll probably be going back over these places anyways. Hopping into the recipe, one of the big decisions that was made was we wanted to pick a tribe that wasn't commonly talked about like the Pueblo or the Apache and that led to some difficulties with research specifically around you know with them being nomadic and what kind of things were left
2: yeah and this thing is it's not uncommon for especially you know the nomadic groups the problem for an archaeologist is finding them and what I mean by that is doing long walking surveys looking for any little fragment of something that they left behind because they were constantly moving they would make settlements not settlements they would settle in an area for you know a week or so and then they'd pick up and move again and whereas in the plains you know we have tp rings we don't really necessarily have that and, you know, like Texas, as far as I know.
0: So they did have teepees occasionally.
2: Okay. So yeah, finding teepee rings is fine. But yet again, when you are nomadic, you know, unless something is absolutely positively unusable, then you're probably going to be bringing it with you and reusing it in some other way. Now, they, they are humans. They're just like us. They are forgetful they are clumsy um they will drop stuff and a lot of times when i was doing walking surveys you might find one point in a several kilometer area and it's literally just because you know maybe it was a hunt that went wrong Uh, they couldn't recover the arrow or maybe it was they dropped it when they were walking you know it, it it they're humans. They are us. We are them. Full stop. So finding information on nomadic troops, troops, tribes, can be a little bit difficult because it's that, because it's that trying to find, you know, what they left behind. And, you know, it is, I enjoy it. You know, one, you get out in nature and you get a walk, but it can be frustrating, too. And on top of all of that, colonization actively sought to destroy any semblance of them, any idea of them. We literally told them your nomadic way of life is no longer you know, ideal because it wasn't ideal for us. Because, you know, you, we didn't want people crossing our lands. So... When we started forcing them into settlements, we started to get rid of their culture, and then we turned around and we relocated them, relocated them, relocated them, and, you know, it, it, if you know anything about colonization and the push westward in the United States, and even Canada, then... Uh, you, you know the story.
0: Well, and uh, that was actually one of the big things was in my research, I had found out they believed actually the tribe was extinct simply because they felt as if everybody was gone. And um, there's actually a, the nation of them still um, came together and we're like, actually, no, we still are here. Um, but a lot of their presence has been in, 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 um, exhuming graves from the San Antonio mission Mm -hmm. because when the Catholics arrived, a lot of killing happened. (laughs) And there was about 150 bodies that they exhumed to have properly uh, buried. Yeah, I was about to say, there were
2: 150 bodies or skeletal remains recovered that we know about.
0: Yeah, and that's what they had brought up. It was a lot of children and things like that that were forcefully taken To re-educate.
2: Yeah, it's like living in Kansas with the Haskell. Yeah. You know, if you know anything about Haskell University, then you know. But if you don't, it was another one of those, you know, centers set up to forcefully um, re-educate and to, you know, make them like us. And Haskell is now completely native run and they've been doing a lot of outreach trying to you know educate people on exactly what happened and if you don't know please google it check it out
1: hey i'm ryan reynolds at Mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot
2: not a part of history that you know a lot of people want to acknowledge but it is a part of history that we have to acknowledge
0: There was actually a um npr piece i think probably a year ago where they were talking about uh dna testing some of the remains because there is a large graveyard on the site of the university um to help kind of people connect with their families that they may not have known wherever in haskell in the first place
2: yeah and that's the thing it's it's something that United States, Canada, Australia, Africa, anywhere the British touched. <laughs> I say British. Anywhere the French, British, Spanish, Portuguese, Portuguese, Belgian. Oh, yeah. Anywhere, you know, anywhere Europe touched. Um, they just went in and royally messed it up. And then refuse to take responsibility for it so it's you know yeah let's get off of that and onto
0: to yeah it's about happier things so moving forward um with this recipe though it was it was really fun to do um we did use a cast iron pan technically i should have used a ceramic or something else um we just don't have access to that yeah <laughs> i don't want to say that we're poor because that's not the answer but it's really we don't have a terracotta pot or something that was more yeah maybe we should take a pottery class we should and
2: be like you know what you supply us with this stuff and i will make the worst looking pottery you've ever seen i will make i will make that ashtray for my mother
0: I just think back to um, when I was in elementary school, we actually had um, these artists who were teaching us how to make coil pots, and I brought it home, and it looked like a poo.
2: Yeah, no, I I remember having to do that, and uh, I, I, I made what my child brain was like, this is a cereal bowl, and granted, it was no more than an inch high, but it was a cereal bowl, I brought that thing home so excited to eat cereal out of it and immediately was turned into an ashtray. Years later, when I got into middle school, we had to take and do an art class again. We did pottery in that one. And I was like, "Okay, cereal bowl didn't work out, so I'm going to make a cheeseburger. And I thought at the time that it would be something that would sit up on a, you know, place of uh, distinguish. Mm-hmm. I painted it to look like a cheeseburger and it was put into a far dark recess as a paperweight. oh um, And that's when I realized I have no artistic ability at all.
0: <laughs> also, you probably realized that your parents were like, meh.
2: <laughs> He's not doing much, is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I was going to say, I, I remember one point when I took a pottery class in high school as my easy like, my A, I came home with, like, a bowl that just was so thin. I was so proud of it. It leaked like a sieve. And my mom sat there. She's like, what are we supposed to do with this? And I'm like, appreciate it.
2: You have a colander now, mother.
0: You <laughs> <It> only <laughs> had, like, one hole.
2: Oh, she has a very slow colander then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was it was so bad. Um, but that's still one of our big goals is to be able to start doing... <laughs> more accurate cooking methods. I think this summer is going to be a lot easier because we'll be outside again.
2: Yeah, maybe this summer we'll actually, we should maybe get some clay. Yeah. I think the furnace is going to be the only issue.
0: It's cool. We just take some mud, make our own kiln.
2: I don't think our neighbors are going to appreciate that. <laughs> I, think- and I definitely don't think the landlord's going to appreciate that <laughs> when she sits there and has to go to, you know, put this house back up on the market and goes, it comes with its own kiln in the backyard. <laughs> I don't think that's a selling point.
0: Uh, it is with hippies.
2: Well, yeah, but there's not many of that in the city. I
0: was going to say, where we live is not very hippie. It's very Karen.
2: Yeah. But no, maybe that's something we do this summer is we find a way. Maybe we can put them into the stove.
0: Yeah, we can also get quick dry where it just does it outside. Yeah. Like the sun dry kind.
2: Yeah, we'll figure it out. Maybe that's something we'll do and, you know, document our process on
0: that. That'd be fun. And, uh... Our trials and tribulations. Yeah. I know we we definitely are going to buy a spit this summer. Yeah. Because last summer's attempt was so bad.
2: Watch the dog try to eat the clay. Oh, yeah. Because she she will. That dog is... I love her to death, but... (laughs) She's dumb. She she is not the brightest crown in the box. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it might be the 33% inbreeding, but she is not where she needs to be. No. But yeah, maybe that's you know, that's
2: something we should do this summer. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. I'm hoping that the summer is going to be, you know, nice. We're pretty
0: optimistic. It's nice and sunny today. It's like the first sunny day in, like, forever.
2: But then again, you know, climate change and the way the weather's been going.
0: Yeah, blizzards happening in the Midwest. Have fun with
2: that. After tornadoes. I mean, granted, you know, being from Kansas, you, you kind of get used to it and you just sit there and go yep this is life <laughs> but that being said it's gotten a lot worse since we were children
0: yeah it used to just be we had a we had a big uh, thing of tornadoes like early may and that was like a really early time for it yeah and uh it's been downhill since
2: <laughs> yeah but you know Do what we can.
0: Exactly. But so what we're going to do for the rest of this week is be planning out for the next recipe where we're heading to the plains. Um,
2: We're going to eat some bison.
0: Yeah. It's going to be fun. And then from there, we're going to...
2: What did the daddy buffalo say to the kid buffalo?
0: Bye, son. (laughs) Sorry. So so then from there, we're going to do north uh, northeast. And then we're going to leave North America and head back to Europe. Try to finish that no, out. We're not going to hit Alaska? No. You don't want moose? I don't want moose. Why don't you want moose? I mean, we're can probably we going to probably do elk with Northeast. Yeah, but elk and moose are different, Megan. I know they are.
2: Because a moose bit my sister.
0: A moose bit my sister. <laughs> By the way, we have to get a shout out to the National Park Services in the U.S. for their marketing. It's amazing.
2: Yeah, if you're not following them on uh, any social... You should. You should. I don't know if it's somebody that's literally trying to get fired and managed just to hit gold on accident. Or if it's literally like the Wendy's campaign from what 10 years ago. Yeah,
0: that VML was doing.
2: Yeah. But no, check them out. Go check out the national parks too. Yes. You know, Canada or the United States. They are all fantastic. Yeah. Great places to get out, see the family. Well, with your family. <laughs> you'll probably see families.
0: If you're Brad's family, you'll definitely will. They're sheep. Anyways. Oh,
2: <laughs> I don't know of any sheep that live on national parks.
0: Uh, we have to go to the mountains.
2: Well, those are different kinds of sheep.
0: Yeah, they're not the sheep that you're used to.
2: No, we like the fluffy ones. Can we put any of this? In- <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter. It's staying in there anyway.
0: Well, in fact, we can because we weren't explicit. Anyways.
2: I, I I don't know. Got very close to explicit.
0: Close, but not explicit. <laughs> it's TV
2: rules. TV rules. Well, by those rules, I should be able to say all sorts of words that I don't say. Nope. Oh. <laughs> so,
0: so from there, we're going to finish up for this week. But um, definitely still, you know, check out the site. Um. Check out the Patreon. Check out the Patreon.
2: Kickstarter still going.
0: Yep. We still have about 25 days left. Um, it's pretty slow, so we'll we'll do the best that we can, but um, like we were talking about, we've already kind of figured out what we'll do next if we don't hit the goal. Yeah. Which will be a bummer, but it happens.
2: It'll be a bummer, but it gives us a chance to reset, take a look at where things are at, and, you know, go from there.
0: Exactly. And
2: it might take us a little bit longer to get it out, but we're still going to put the cookbook out full stop. It's still going to exist. This is a, this is a passion project for us. And, you know, we know that there's enough people out there that want a cookbook. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully those people, if the Kickstarter fails, will still be there.
0: Exactly. So So, we'll get there one way or another. Yeah. But that's really it. So we'll let you guys go and, Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And have a great week. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Bye.